Welcome, dear listeners, to Level Up, the podcast that takes you on an exciting journey through the world of personal growth and self-improvement. I'm your host, Dr. Leland, and together we'll explore the strategies, stories, and insights that will help you unlock your full potential, whether you're striving for success in your career, looking to enhance your relationships, or simply seeking a more fulfilling life. Level Up! is your passport to transformation. Each episode will deep dive into a wide range of topics from mastering the art of productivity to the science of happiness and from building resilience to unleashing your creativity. Our guests are experts, thought leaders, and real-life achievers who will share their wisdom and experiences to guide you on your path to personal growth. But... Level Up isn't about theory, it's about practicality. We'll provide you with actionable advice and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your life right away. Our goal is to empower you to take meaningful steps towards your dreams and aspirations. So, if you're ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery, growth, and empowerment, then buckle up because you're about to level up your life. Stay tuned for inspiring conversations, powerful insights, and a dose of motivation in each and every episode of... (gasps) Level up. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform and connect with us on social media to join our vibrant community of fellow travelers on this incredible journey. Let's get started on this adventure of personal growth and transformation. Welcome to Level Up. So, are you guys ready? Are you guys ready of who's going to come? I don't know if you guys are ready. I don't know. What do you think? Should we bring our guest? Are you guys ready? Ferlin's like, please, please bring him in. Oh my gosh. Are you guys ready? I don't know. I don't hear. I don't see any comments if they're ready for you. Uh-huh. Hello, brother Tim. How are you? Hey Constance, how are you? Thanks for having me. I know. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited. This is so cool. I know. I've been. uh, Go ahead. I've, I've, I'm absolutely uh, so uh, grateful that you've asked me to be on your show. Um, uh, So, so let's. uh, I think I've got a good story to tell, uh, entertaining as well as um, instructional and educational. So. Uh, yeah, let's hit it off. Let's go. Uh, you thought, <laughs> sorry, one, one, one thing. I wanted to make special mention to my sure. other sisters, Samantha Marikit, Christine, Nicole. I love you girls. You just, all of you, all four of you, plus all the other ones that you've mentioned, you're all just absolutely awesome. And I'm just so grateful to be in this inner circle. Yeah, I know. And I was hoping you'd have your surfboard and your sequence for your salsa dancing. I was like, darn. I oh, how's that? Okay. Oh, oh my there's, gosh. There's my picture on the wall and there's my surfboard. All right. Oh, where's the sequence? Uh, we need a sequence, the salsa dancing sequence. Uh, some other time. <laughs> All right. I need a room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that is so funny. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's get to it. My first question is, think back 20 years ago and find within your timeline some of the significant changes in your life that got you here where you are today. Tell me about your story, actually, from the very beginning. Okay, well, just just very quickly, I worked 15 years um, uh, in warehouse management as, a, as an export manager, uh, as well as a convenience store manager for one store, and then later on uh, managing uh, 13, 13 stores within the state. Uh, after that, I was self-employed as a as a full-time taxi driver, uh, driving five to six uh, days a week in twelve-hour shifts. I had a side hustle as a as an education agent, and and because of that, uh, both my wife and I were homestay hosts. So we would have international students uh, living with us uh, while they're being educated in high school. Uh, they would that you know, so we would provide them with a room, a desk. Uh, and uh, they w- and we would provide both breakfast and dinner for them seven days a week and lunch on weekends. So, so I've I've got a lot of kids over uh, over twenty years that have come through, live with us, and and just it's just been an amazing uh, cultural exchange with students from 
from China, Japan, Indonesia, uh, all over the place. Just, just amazing. Wow. Uh, so, okay, so, okay, so with the taxi driving, it was, it's a hard slog. It's great money, but it's, it's relentless. It's hot. You're just sitting in a vehicle, and it is just uh, pedal to the metal. Uh, it is just once you get your vehicle, you are just going for chasing money. Um, and uh, the offside of that was after 12 hours, I was just so exhausted. I would literally step out of my cab and my shirt just soaking in sweat. Uh, and uh, it was it was killing me. So uh, so I was I, I had nothing else to go to. But then one day my wife invited me uh, from her friends. Their daughter was having a university graduation. Uh, her name was Rosetta. And so, I, so I, I took a day off work and we, we go to the university, we sit down and I'm watching this ceremony, the, you know, all the, you know, the hat, the, you know, the, like we saw yours the other day. And up and down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so, and so, and something just got hold of me and, you know, I saw Rosetta, you know, walk on stage with her gown and with her hat and, you know, re- receive her degree and all that sort of thing. And that changed my life. And, and from that, I said to myself, I want to be one of those people. I want to be able to be to put myself in a position whereby I can actually walk up on a stage and receive a degree. How I would do that um, was, was how, sorry, let me start again. How I did that was I, I envisaged myself in a dream um, that, that I saw myself walking on stage getting my degree, okay? So that was that was my dream. I did that every night, okay? Every night. Didn't, didn't lose sight of that. And so then it's like, how do I do this? And so for, for someone in their 30s, they can't just apply to a university and say, hey, I'd like to do this course. And so what we found was that um, I did a, a business diploma uh, for two years to start. So I studied... Uh, four days, four days a week, and then drove uh, three twelve-hour shifts uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That was for that was for two years, okay. And then, and so I got my business diploma, and then that gave me advanced standing uh, for uh, the University of Technology to do a business degree. So they gave me five subject exemptions, and and so therefore I was able to to cut a two and a half, uh, sorry, a three-year degree into say two and a half years. So that saved me time and money. And the same thing with the degree, uh, you know, go into university, uh, you know, do all that, you know, do, do the lectures, the tutorials, the readings, the homework, the assignments, you know, all of that four days a week and drive a taxi, you know, three days a week. So the difference with that with most students, I think, is that when you're going to university, all you're doing is university. You go to university, maybe after you go to the pub, have a drink with friends or, you know, go and watch a movie. My deal was that, you know, I was married with, you know, with a wife, two kids and a mortgage. So the pressure to generate income to, you know, to pay the loan, to pay the bills, you know, as, as well as exceed with myself was was really hardcore. So on the days that I was going to university, it was just get in there, get it done, go home, do the readings, do your work in your assignments, um, do everything I could on those study days because on a driving day with a taxi, I was just absolutely exhausted and yeah. I just couldn't concentrate. So I had to jam all of my spare time uh, on those study days to get through. Admittedly, in the last four weeks of a, of a semester, I would I would cut back the taxi driving so that I'd put myself in a good position to, uh, to pass the exams uh, to excel forward. So uh, for me, it was... Uh, it was relentless. It was a really hard slog, but I kept I kept thinking um, I didn't want to go back to that taxi uh, job because it was it, it it was just destroying me because I couldn't I could only have a short amount of uh, quality time with my kids and and there had to be something better in life and so and so I signed up for a degree that are the top. 15% of ATAR applicants. So all, all high school leaders, if you wanted to do a business degree, you've got to be in the top 15% of the state to get into this uh, course. And so 
I got into this course through the back door. And so you can imagine me sitting down with all of these really clever kids and I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, an average guy, you know, trying to make ends meet and that sort of thing. But to my advantage at university, I had 15 years of full-time work experience in, in different industries. And so when it comes to subjects like management marketing, uh, I had so many examples that I could just ramble off and, and uh, you know, with, with little or no effort due to my experience. So I made it, I made it work for me. But getting back to the dreaming, it was, it was like sometimes some of these subjects were really tough and I would just continue going back to that dream in vi um, visualising me walking up on that stage it was just over and over and over, and that just kept my motivation going. And that's how, uh, that's and I apply that not only to my um, to my university experience, but also to my um, CPA program, which uh, which I uh, completed later on. So, so towards the end of my university degree, it's then uh, how do I how do I break into this industry? And I went to the careers advisor. And I said, "G'day, I'm Tim. I'm uh, uh, I'm graduating in six months' time. Um, how do I go about trying to get a job in in the accounting industry?" And the careers advisor said, "How old are you?" And I said, <laughs> I'm, "I'm in my mid thirties. And he said, "Sorry, mate, you're too old." And I'm what? going, "Yeah, too old." Oh my so, god! Yeah. Rude. So he said, "So he said, no big accounting firm will take you. He's, they're, oh they're looking god. for." They're looking for 21, 25-year-olds, you know, 21 to 25-year-olds, not someone 30-plus. He said the only the only way that you can get into this industry is find someone that you know. And I just went, my jaw hit the floor, and I went, oh, my God, that's two and a half years of my time. I could, you know, you could be totally qualified and, and end up driving my taxi again. So, Oh, my God, uh, that's horrible. So what I did was I then I then took his advice and I had a school friend that was working um, in an accounting firm working in tax and I wanted to specifically work in taxation uh, uh, tax agent services. So I proposed over a period of time I came to him with this proposal. I was six months away from graduating and I said I have a proposal for you, uh, which which he needed to take to the other directors and the proposal was. I study, I'm, I'm studying three days a week. So can I work in your office for two days a week for free? So you don't have to pay me. I'll work there for six months. And then if you're happy with my performance, you offer me a full-time job uh, when I'm finished. And he just, he just, cause I was that desperate. Money wasn't important to me, but the experience was. So, so I gave him that proposal to cut a long story short. He went back to the other partners. He came back to me and he said, he said, look, he said, we'll give you the two days, but we'll pay you. So we worked out uh, because uh, because I had an ABN number, I just gave him. So I contracted to the company for six months. And then and then after. So we worked out a rate. And then after that, um, that they offered me a full time job. So that's how that's how I got into this industry, you know, wow. to, you know, to, you know, to offer something that was um, that was. Uh, inducive to them um so you know in business there's there's a bit of give and take and it, it was the only way that i could think of to uh, to actually break in so you know again it's like it's like what are you willing to give up to move forward to break into something new so yeah so that's how i did it and um look i've i've, I've been here now for 20 years so so wow. to explain to, to explain what i do um I'm a legislation guy, you know, so, so I'm, <laughs> I am, oh I am, I am, I am, I am doing everything with the law, you know, anything to do with tax, GST, FBT, I'm your guy. So, so for there all you your go. listeners He's out there. That now. So that means you're going to have to DM him for all this information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, I'm going to get all these tax clues now. Hey Tim, I've got this uh, business yeah. situation. Yeah. So, so anyone that, anyone that's in business that needs to, you know, to have their, accounts processed into financial statements and tax returns as well as personal tax returns or even if you're just an individual you work for someone and you need to lodge a tax return i'm the guy i'm your guy that's what i do you know yeah. all day every day so so, he so, loves so this is me <laughs> and you take and take that 
from from a guy 15 years ago who's just working in, you know who's working in a warehouse who's who's basically using his muscle and, and not his brain to convert into you know the high end finance you know finance business services i am just i'm just like I'm going away. I'm, I'm just going away. wow wow so and the thing that um uh the thing that really got me that really made the difference was the CPA program. So, so CPA is is a CPA Australia, CPA the CPA brand is worldwide. Okay, uh, as is uh, chartered accountants. So they're two um, uh, two professional accounting bodies that are worldwide known. Uh, and and uh, to, I did the CPA program in oh, about two thousand and ten. So that was uh, so so the CPA program is it's six subjects. Uh, over however however time you have one subject is the equivalent of a full full-time university uh, semester so it's like university again but it's at night and so and so in the in the dreaming part again it's like visualizing myself getting my cpa um uh, certification and then it's like okay a dream on its own is one thing but you've got to put action into that dream so how yeah. do i do that and so, so with two young kids and a wife, I'd get get home five or six o'clock. I'd, I'd then help me prepare dinner with the kids, you know, get them bathed, you know, you know, homework done and all that sort of thing. With the goal of being sitting at my desk in a, in a bedroom and studying from eight pm to eleven pm, five nights a week, as well as as well as weekends. So, so I figured, uh, and and there are something like thirteen modules. It's it's like, it's yeah, very it's much. All, it's yeah. distance. It's distance learning education. So, it is uh, a lot. So, so I said to myself, "Okay, my goal is to read these things um, three times." Just excuse me. Hang on a second. I'll, I'll grab something. <laughs> so what I, you know, so what I did was, yeah, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> something like that. So, so I would just highlight the hill out of. And just make notes and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Make notes. So where is the important stuff? And then have a reference in because it's because it's sorry. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> That's, That's my like, wife. <laughs> you're in trouble now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I know. So uh <laughs> so uh <laughs> now I've lost my train of thought. So oh, no. uh uh so it was so it was like okay, so so the dreaming and then and then it was like, okay, so the first time I would highlight everything, then I would read it again and read it again. So, um, so I would have to read all of these materials three times uh, to be ready to 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 sit uh, an open book exam. And I tell you what, open book exams or closed book exams give me a closed book exam any day because because an open book and exam it tempts you to try and find your material. Uh, to get the right answer, but there's not enough time to do that. So uh, you you have to you have to make inform you have to make decisions quickly. But anyway, I knocked that over in um, in 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 um, two and a half years time. What happened? What I haven't told you, Constance, is that I tried the 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 chartered accountants program for three years. I only passed the tax module, and I failed all other modules multiple times. Now my the big boss, he came to me one day and said, Tim, I have. I want to tell you something. He said, I know you're trying really hard with the Chartered Accountants Program, but please, I want you to stop and I want you to transfer over and do the CPA program. I think that's that's far more suited to the skills that you've got and you'll be, and you'll be able to do it well. So I just went, I thought about it and I went, you know what, he's right, so let's give it a go. So I just went, bang, you know, just, just knocked off those five subjects and then I'm in the office and just sent an email to everyone to say, hey, everyone, I've, I've passed the CPA program. I'm now a CPA. And you know what, Constance? Everything changed after that. People in the office treated me with greater respect. It was just like I'm the same person doing the same thing, and it's like the respect just changed overnight, okay? Yeah. Because that thing behind me, my CPA certification, that's – that tells everyone this guy's clever. Okay, he's, yeah. he's gone through a program, and it's rec, you know recognition. Like you've got 
you've got four degrees. You just got your, you know, you just got your your IT degree, you know, just last week. You got four of them, right? So, so you know, and I have every respect for anyone that's that's achieved anything. That's that's. I'm about to have five. I, I'm I'm visualizing my fifth one coming in like three years. I want to get another one in psychology. So that's a goal. Oh, look, we'll see how that works. That's, that's my good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to know though. This is my next question. Like, you're a CPA and then mental health advocate, which I see in your on your um, profile. Like, can you right. tell us a little bit? Like, what led you to merge these two unrelated fields? Like, how did that go about? Okay. Well, first, before that, I had a, a, a friend of mine on LinkedIn. Her name is uh, Shabnam Amabiyagi. She's got a tongue-twisting surname. Anyway, she came to me one day, and, and she, grew up, she grew up in the beach about 15 kilometres north of, of where I live. And we'd, we'd only met because I'd attended some of her CPA uh, lectures or workshops in the city sometime. So, and through conversation, you know, we shared the same passion of, you know, growing up in the beach and loving the beach. And she approached me one day and she said, Tim, I have a favour to ask. She said, would you do me something? She said, my sister works for Chris O'Brien Lifehouse and, and these people, are, this organisation, are treating cancer patients and they're also developing technologies to try and find um, cures for cancer. So there's this thing called Surf February. So would you be able to surf every day in February as well as raise funds for, for cancer research? And I'm going, yeah, sure, I can surf every day. And then, <laughs> and then it hit me going, hang on a sec, I've got to ask people for donations. That's like, oh, my God. And, hey, I'm an introvert, you know, so yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a little guy and, and sort of like for me to ask someone, hey, can you hand over some money? It's, it's like that's like wooshka. It's, 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 wooshka. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> Hey, Alex Alexander, I was thinking of you when I said that, all right? So, yeah, so so then it was like, so so I so I posted on, you know, at the time I was I was on LinkedIn and so I'm posting, you know, surfing photos and telling people what I was doing to a mass audience. So to everyone on LinkedIn, mass audience, everyone on Facebook, mass audience. And the donations were, you know, the donations were great but not good. And then I and then I decided, hey, and and this comes down to um, branding, okay? So um, mm -hmm. uh, so so it's so branding personally. So I took I took it as this: if I asked you, Constance, hey, look, I'm surfing every day in February and I'm trying to raise funds for cancer research for people. I said I said. Part of this deal is that I ask for donations. So, would you be able to help me and and perhaps um, you know provide a donation? And, and here's the link to the donation. Something like that. Okay. So it was like one on one, and I'm really good because I'm an introvert. I'm really good on this one on one. And what can they say? They can say yes. They can say no. And it's like if you can, that'd be great. And I never say, can you make a large donation? Can you make a small donation? I would never <laughs> specify an amount. I just say. Could you please make a donation? Okay. And yeah. you know what? That just worked for me. Just absolutely. Uh, you know, I would, I would, I would write to family. I would like to, I would write to clients that um, you know, that I've got a really good long-term relationship. And you know what? It just blew me away. I, I thought, you know, I'd start off with with 500, you know, a $500 pledge and I'd throw in $100 myself, okay? So I had to find $400 worth of donations. In the first year, I raised $5,500. And then in the second year, I raised $7,500, you know? So it was just, it just blew me away, the generosity of, you know, of the people that would do that. But it was like, it's like, hey, I'm doing this. This is important. Can you help me out by, you know, by giving some of your hard-earned cash, you know, to this, you know, to this, um, you know, um, important um, organisations that's trying to find, uh, you know, that need funds for further cancer research, and everything's tax deductible as well. So, yeah. if you put in a donation, you can get a tax deduction for it as well because it's a, it's a registered gift recipient. So that was, you know, that was a good, if you want to say, hook, you know, for someone to do that. But you know what, I was thinking about that and going. 
they're doing this mainly for me because I asked, okay? And if you ask it and you show that it's important to you, okay, people will be generous and they'll do something. You know, they'll they'll help you out. And then and then you remember that and go, that's right, they did that. And now they're asking for this. So yeah, I'm on it. You know, let's, you know, if 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 you need something from me that's important to you, I'll do it. Because that's getting back to that reciprocity that you're talking about as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, that's so and so and then okay, so that was Sir February. And then hold I did the same. Samantha. Samantha, hold on one second. I'm sorry. Look at Samantha. She's like, you call yourself an introvert? She doesn't believe you. <laughs> She's like, you lying now on camera. <laughs> well, look, look, I was I was um um Samantha, I was talking to Constance before and I, I'm saying, look, I am an introvert. I said Look, I could also speak in, in to an audience of five thousand people. Absolutely, you know, petrified, but I could do that. But but I am an intro, introvert at heart because I really love conversations, one on one, speaking specifically matters of the heart. What is important to you? What is you know? What do you love? What do you you know? What what inspires you to you know to be a better person? That's that's me. That's you know that's my that's my branding. So. Um, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. So then to get back to the mental health, CPA Australia put out a, a um, uh, an email to say, hey, we're wanting more of you CPAs to be uh, to get involved with mental health. We're doing a, a, a we're doing a six month course through Deakin University and, a, and an organization called Counting on You. So would you be you know, would you like to sign up? We will pay for the tuition. Um, so all you have to do is is read the material and and become an advocate. So I passed it on the on the first year, but I took it up, I took it up last year, and and so and so through January through to I think it was June last year, I did read the material. I think there were six modules whereby you have to participate. Uh, with uh, with with a group discussion that's online, so consider the the, the two way conversation that that we're having today. Only you would have a total of six people, and so they're assessing your uh, your reactions to you know to all of the different types of issues of mental health. So there's you know things like suicide, bipolar, schizophrenic, you know all you know all gut wrenching, and it's like and it's like okay, and then. And then what this program does, it, it dispels all the myths about about mental health, you know, in that, you know, if you say, she'll be right, mate, you know, that is absolutely the worst thing that you can take, you can say to someone uh, with mental health. It's like, it's like with mental health, it's real to them. So if you have the mindset of whatever they're saying, whatever they're experiencing, that is absolutely real to them. And if you can identify that with them, then that's that's half the battle. So show compassion, show empathy, a listening ear, you know. They want to be understood with what they're going through. So if you if you can convey to them that you have the, your attention, it's like, hey, they found a friend. And that isolation that they're feeling is no longer it's no longer it's it's them. It's it's like you're now their buddy. You've got you're a communication tool with someone who can say, hey, if you've got a, if you've ever got a problem, give me a call. You know, this is this is essentially what we're doing. And so and so, you know, also getting back to that, um, let me also say how I how I got to this as well. When I was uh, when I was six years old, I got hit by a car. Uh, I was um, I was unconscious and in a coma for more than a week and I woke up with no memory of my past. So when I woke up, I didn't know my mother, my father, my brothers, my sisters. I had to start all over again. And so, and so, uh, you know, for, for me, that was a miracle because uh, the, the impact was full impact, you know, from a car. I was walking across a pedestrian crossing, the two first lanes of traffic stopped, the third lane didn't stop, didn't see me, bang. And it's not just hit and over. I'm 10 metres down the road, you know, lying on the ground. And so it's it's a miracle that I survived, um, yes, with a loss of memory. So I had to start all over again. So there's that. So I, so I think this is a second chance at life. 
how do I, how do I deal with this? And so, and so it was, you know what? God gave me a second chance. So I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to be the kind person. I'm going to be kind to everyone. Okay. So, um, so, so that's been my mantra. So I'm not, I wasn't the sports captain at school. You know, I'm, I'm sort of like, I had my own, you know, I've surfed all my life. So I've, I've got that, you know, that's inside my heart that, that keeps me happy. And so, you know, so I would, I would, I would be the guy, you know, defending those that are on the outer. Okay. The, the misfits, if, if you, if you'd like to call them, uh, but, but I could still, I can still mix it up with the sports captain and every and everything. So, so it's not, you know, I can be, you know, I can be a friend to everyone. So, you know, I have this second chance in life. So I just chose, let's be kind. Let's be kind to people. Let's, let's identify with what they're going through. Let's be their friend. It doesn't cost you anything. It's just, yeah. Even just your time and let them feel included. Let them feel part of, you know, their, you know, me feeling part of their journey, them feeling part of my journey. Come on, come with me. Let's go. Let's do this together. Okay. So, uh, I'm getting a bit of, uh, I'm getting a bit emotional with that, but, but, but yeah, that was, that was how I figured out my purpose and to, and to be kind, but also to give it your best shot. We've got one chance at life. So really go hard, try and figure out what you really love about your life and pursue that, you know, if you can make, you know, so if you can get a job that you really enjoy doing and, you know, my job is a dry, you know, it's a dry job. I'm, staring at a computer or I'm processing information. But when I'm talking to my clients, explaining complex, ma complex matters in a way that they understand and I can see that they understand what I'm saying, it's like, yes, it's like, I love it. It's really cool. It's that, you know, it's that connection with them to say, hey, you're paying me to tell me what your business is doing, to give you advice and all that sort of thing. And I love that. I love helping people. And so yeah. the mental the mental health is is a part of that. So it was just a natural progression. So, so yeah, I'm a mental health first aider. So, you know, I'm out there, you know, knowing, you know, with knowledge on. I'm curious. Yep. Yeah. So you lost your memory at six. How long did it take you to realize that you're with your parents and your brothers and sisters? I, I, I really don't know. Um, I do, you know, I can tell you that I didn't repeat school in, in year one. So, you know, maybe they carried me through, but, but um, the advice, the health advice uh, was, um, was to just keep, you know, memory things like holding up a card and saying you know what was you know what was that and all that sort of thing and probably I forgot to mention that I was also in hospital you know for another three months you know recovering from my injuries and so and I don't I never knew the extent of my injuries so it's probably good that I don't uh, because um, you know because what what you don't know doesn't hurt you you know type of thing and and I, t I tell you what with with all the surfing injuries that I've occurred you know over my lifetime if if my if if my wife ever find out she's just saying you are not doing this anymore Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to be allowed a computer if she knows you're right here so, right now <laughs> I know I know I'm, I'm absolutely in the dog box in the you know in the naughty corner forever <laughs> oh my god Oh my God, Samantha is so funny. She's like, okay, we jive. That's why we jive, bro, because I'm going to call myself an introvert now. <laughs> That's not Samantha. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, there he, and there you hear my laugh, all right? I told you, you we'd be laughing. You will never hear the end of that conversation. Um, it's That's a very important listen, what they want to be heard. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think it's hard when, you know, people have certain labels and instead of understanding what what they're going through, we just judge them like, ooh, you don't even know what that means. You're just like, ooh, that's something bad, right? Instead that's of getting right. to know. And I think I love your, your not only that your story, but your outlook in life and making sure that you're, like literally you're everybody's brother, right? I mean, that's Absolutely. what I love about you. You're so kind, you're always supportive. Um, you're open-minded and also you're willing to talk to people about anything and everything, really. And sure. that's why Samantha's like, you're not an introvert. What are you talking about? <laughs> you even know what that means. Like, <laughs> oh, no, Lydia. I, look, Lydia is, but hello. 
I do need my I do need my time alone. Yeah. Oh yeah, look at that. She's like, you're a living miracle of God's grace because oh, wow. you are thank you, Lydia. Yeah. Oh no. Samantha is crying. She went from <laughs> went from like I'm an introvert now to now she's crying. Um for Lynn. Hi Fallon. I like her a lot. Hey Fallon, how are you? There's my Hi. other sister. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, so she, nice. Thurlin is is absolutely amazing. Uh, she she inspires me every day as as you know as as does my as does my bestie Cynthia. She's uh she's up at the crack of dawn this morning to see this. Uh, um, you know, for those of you that are that have tuned in today, I'm so grateful that you that you're hearing my story. It's like it's like this is me. You you never know you know you never know what someone's gone through. Um, you know, just by looking at them, and then you know, for you, Constance, to to allow me to tell my story today, it's like, wow, okay, yeah, this is this is me. This is this is the authentic Tim that's out there. And and you know, by the same token, uh, I am um, you know, I'm empathetic, I'm kind, I'm all that sort of thing. But I'm also driven to, you know, to be the best person that I can be, you know, to to study, to learn new things, to be open-minded, to to ha how I've said with you also, Constance. Be a student of life. Keep an open mindset. Be willing to learn new things. Like you know, I I do book. You know, I do sequence dancing. It's it's um. You're in trouble now. I'm in trouble now. <laughs> you are so in trouble with your wife. You're like I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm working. Cool. Yeah, I know. I'm working. Yeah, sorry. In a business meeting. Yeah, I'm working. I'm doing some number crunching right now, and in yeah. comes to that balance sheet. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's right. Had an important client meeting, you know. With we're doing, we're doing FIFO, okay? We're we're just doing some stuff here. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, I can't believe it's already ending. It's already the end. So here's my thing. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. Yep. And I, I I talked to somebody today, and I said, you know, I've always wanted to ask this question, so I'm just gonna ask it. So, you know, what we're trying to do is send our message out there to inspire others, and there's a lot of talk on people, you know, tomorrow is not guaranteed. You could die today. You could die right now. And yep. what have you, what kind of impact have you done for your community and what's the legacy that you're leaving? Right. So if this was your last day ever, I know it sounds morbid, but if it is your last day ever, what kind of message would you give your great grandkids, great, great, great grandkids, because this will be forever on the internet, this message, on how they should live their life? I would say be your unique self, okay? Be your intelligent, be your crazy, be whatever is inside your heart. Live that by yourself. Figure out who you are, and live that life. And don't worry about if people don't like you because not everyone's going to like you. What's important is that you live what is inside your heart because if you live with your heart, you're going to be happy, okay? And on your last day, whatever that be, whether you, whether you know you're going to go or not, you can at least put your head on the pillow and say, I lived the life according to my heart. I love that. I have, I have been reflecting on that, like, what is the legacy and the impact that I'm going to live for my great, 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 great grandkids, right? <laughs> great, 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 like 100 years from now, like, who the heck is my great grandmother? She was just loud and she had too many degrees. Yeah. That's what I'm going to be <laughs> for. I was like, oh, Jesus. And, and people wonder, too, like, well, why do you have so many degrees? I'm like, you don't understand in academia. When I was a dean at a university, I was a dean for two to three different universities uh, in business and accounting, um, is that you have to teach and create courses that you've taken, right? And so if you have taken, if you haven't taken those courses, you can't touch it, no. right? So here's no. my, when I used to work for insurance company, I had the most licensed certification out of everybody at 21. <laughs> you know why? Right. Because I could sell for all kinds of states, including Hawaii, which was the hardest to take the test. But most right. insurance agents will have two. I had 10. <laughs> 
that's probably that's probably could be a problem on your resume too because you're too overqualified. So some sometimes oh, you have yeah. to. I told you, them like you. Ask, sometimes what? you have to you have to rejig your resume so that you you're not. You I know, do. You're not too good. Yeah. No, I always tell them I'm like, what what do you need in this MBA? Oh yeah, I have an MBA. I don't tell them I'm a doctor. I don't tell them right. I have another master's. And if I do a community, um, you know, for bachelors, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got a bachelor's. And they're like, oh, what about? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I have one master's. This is all you need. Um, What's the name I, of your boss? You no, know, like, what, what do you need? That's what I pull out. But literally, when you do, when I teach a class, I can literally teach a class from business to IT to communications to accounting to business to economics because I'm taking those classes, and that's the right. advantage of having those many degrees. But now, for me, the legacy and impact is that I want to level up the world through education. I have met so many amazing human beings that don't have a degree and they're getting left behind from this community, from this world to not get a job because they're at that age where, you know, maybe they're above 50. And even though we have a law of anti-discrimination, you know, based on age, let's be honest, they do get discriminated based on their education level and based on their age. And so what I want to do is help out those people who's willing to help themselves to educate themselves on those classes that I teach that would cost three to $10,000. And I teach that for you at a fraction. Yes. You don't get the the degree from the university, but you get that knowledge with transferable skills. That's what I do because I want to help you level up. Right. right. It should should be something affordable. It should be something I, I, Give free workshop every single month for free. I don't ask money from people. I want you to take your time to level up just like what you did. You said, I'm not happy being a taxi driver. I can do better for my life. And I have a lot of people. I even have homeless students that are taking my classes, right? right. And they're homeless. So what's your excuse? You have a house. You're not going to, to, to level up yourself. They don't even have a computer. They literally have a cell phone to take my classes. Right. But I Mm. want them to want it bad enough so that they can better themselves. A degree doesn't mean anything. That's what I said. Mm. Knowledge is power, but it's only powerful if you have actions to back that knowledge up. That's right. That's right. And and my biggest motivation was if I don't get this degree, I'm back driving taxis. And that that wasn't an option for me. So so I, I just had to dig in, dig hard and and just whatever it whatever it took to to actually get that and you know that was just part of the journey the other part of the journey is is to get a job but then also be competent at that job you know like a a person in their mid-30s sitting sitting in a computer screen knowing absolutely nothing and the opportunity that they gave me was just like i paid them back in spades in terms of uh, in terms of loyalty in terms of you know hard working all of that sort of thing so you know Let's get back to that reciprocity again. You know the opportunity. Okay, okay, okay. okay. You give me the opportunity, I'll give you my full attention. You know, I come in early, work late. That didn't matter. To, you know, that didn't matter to me. I just had to make it work. Level up both. You know, the opportunity given to me to give back to my employer, make them. You know, make sure that I'm doing the right work, so then I can, so then I can be that, that 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 employee that that they need to you know to do the job and and so now I'm their cash cow it's it's like yeah give me the stuff let me process it let me let me bill it and get me the next thing so um you know but I love it I I love communicating uh with people you know either written written or you know in person I'm still a I'm still an introvert um Samantha <laughs> You know what? That's questionable. I, 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 I'm I questioning that. That is questionable. Uh, Marikit just said, hey, I'm nominating you for the 50 Inspirational LinkedIn community. Guys, if you just tone in right now, I have a project. Nicole Galindo and I have a project called 50 Inspirational Connections. I'm definitely publicly nominating Tim and everybody who is in here on live right now. You are nominated by me. I need you to go to my profile and look at that post about um, 50 Inspirational um, because your story could be that next thing for you, whatever that means, right? And it just means that I'm going to shout you out to the world and I will shake the world around saying, Tim, this is his story. Connect with Tim. 
and also elevate you for your community because this is your chance to shine. And I will have a global summit in October. I will blast you on that global summit, right? I will be the, I'm only a five feet tall, but I'm, I'll bet you I'm the loudest. We're all introvert now. Are we all introvert now? <laughs> 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 oh my God. Hey, you know what? You know what? Uh, I, I I do say that 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 there's a there's a lot of time that I'm just walking down the street and I get stopped in the street to say, "Hey, I know you from somewhere. Where is it?" And I'm going, "Sorry, mate, I don't know." It, it's like it's it's scary. I just get I I don't know what it is, but um, but um, you know, because I've worked in a lot of industries and uh, you know work with different people uh it's it's crazy how, how often i get stopped and and sometimes i'll recognize them and go you know they know the face they can't picture it and then sometimes i can tell them oh you worked for me you know we when we worked in this company back in you know 1987 or, or something like that you know <laughs> you did yeah. you did this and i remember you and then i'll remember something that they did Okay, yeah. and that just blows them away. I'll say, "Hey, remember? I remember on this particular day this happened, and this is what you did, or this is what you said." And I always remember that, you know. So thanks for stopping me in the street. And then they walk off, and they just go, "Wow, that's just yeah. crazy." Samantha, but, careful what you say to Tim; he'll remember it. <laughs> no, 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 no. But then, but then, <laughs> other people, other people that I don't recognize will tell me my life story in front of me, and I'm going. Who the hell was that? <laughs> no, we're like, oh, I don't remember. Yeah. So it goes, it goes, well, see, it goes both we're ways. We're all introverts with the light today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It is so let's, time let's start an introvert. <laughs> let's start. I'm an introvert. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Do you have any last nugget in like 60 seconds? Me? Yes. You. Oh, um, let me let me think be kind always be kind okay and be yourself be your unique self okay i love people that have eccentric uh like personalities like like it might scare me at first but when i sit down and and get to know them better it's like hey i really like this person um there's one uh there's one person on linkedin her name is um Ye Yama, or I'm not sure how, how you pronounce it, but but oh, she's out there, and she's out there, and she's out there in Europe, and she, and she's in science. She's she's I think she's doing uh, something like a PhD in science in Europe somewhere with her family back back home. Her husband's looking after her two kids, and she is a science you know she is a science person. I know I'm absolutely not a science person, but we get on like a house on fire. So um, you know, I. I I get attracted to, to the opposites as well, like something that's got nothing to do with me. I'm absolutely inspired by how they think, what they do. The other thing too is that um, I love learning about cultures, people from different cultures. I'm married to a Chinese girl. Uh, we've been married a very long time. We have two adult children who are um, university educated and they're now, uh, you know, we're empty nesters. So they've gone out and they're making their own careers. So, um uh, you know, I really love being a family man. Probably my proudest moment uh, is raising our two boys to be responsible, really great kids. Um, yeah. Thank so you for your time. Be kind. Be kind. Yeah, not be just kind. Be, not just be, be kind to others, but be kind to yourself as well, right? And and one last thing, okay, because I'm the legislation guy, because I'm, you know, laws and all that sort of thing, I am saying trust the law okay because people in business will try and you know take advantage of you they will try and bully you they will try and you know for whatever word get something over you but if you can if you know what the law is you can protect yourself and sometimes it's necessary to go after those bullies and call out their bad behavior so so put your trust in the law just call Tim. what page number was that i'm not a I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a lawyer. I read. You know. I read and interpret legislation. But I'm not a lawyer. I'm. You know. I'm a tax accountant. But what I'm saying is that is that the law is there to protect you. So so make sure you know your rights so that you can be protected if people take advantage of you.
There you go. True. And be kind. Be kind. That's our word. Yeah. Love up and be kind. Well, thank you so much, yeah. guys. We wish you everything, um, good health, and I will see you again tomorrow at 9 a.m. I have another live at 9 a.m. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for dialing in. Thank you. I really appreciate you. First, I want to apologize for not having my podcast for the last two weekends on time. The Global Summit 2023 took the time. I apologize. But what I wanted to make sure that you know is that I have been thinking about all my dear listeners. I am back and strong. So wonderful listeners of the Level Up podcast. We've been on an incredible journey together, exploring the realms of personal growth, motivation, and self-improvement. But as our podcast continues to evolve and level up, we have an exciting announcement to make. This November, get ready to take your personal development journey to the next level with something truly extraordinary. We're thrilled to introduce to you our newest venture, Level Up Circle TV show. Yes, you have heard it correct. Level Up Circle TV is more than just a TV show and a network. It's a game changer, and it's set to launch this November with the same commitment to empowerment, inspiration, and self-improvement that you've come to expect from the Level Up podcast. Our TV network will take these values and translate them into captivating visual experience that will motivate and uplift you in ways you've never imagined. Imagine watching compelling stories of individuals who has overcome tremendous odds, to achieve greatness or exploring transformative self-programs and documentaries that empower you to unlock your full potential. This is just the tip of the iceberg. But there's more. Level Up Circle TV will also offer exclusive behind-the-scenes content from your favorite self-help gurus, motivational speakers, and thought leaders. Dive into immersive workshops and seminars that will provide you with practical tools for real-life personal growth mark your calendars for november and be prepared to be amazed by what we have in store it's not just a tv network it's a movement designed to inspire motivate and empower you to level up in every aspect of your life so stay connected with level up podcast and we'll keep you updated on all the exciting developments leading up to our tv network launch this november Together, we're going to redefine personal development in the world of television. Thank you for being a part of this incredible journey. Keep leveling up, and we'll see you this November when your TV network, Level Up Circle TV, arrives to help you reach your new heights. Thank you so much for listening to Level Up Podcast. Battle scars, but it always ends the same.